it up in a bowl and hope that season eight doesn't suck because the more i watch the scareder i get man. yeah so let us serve serve my lord serve my lady serve my grace your grace serve some mutton house will you serve which house will you show fealty to on this day of days season eight the final season the final scrap for all the marbles i'm johnny kielbasa i've given you more game of thrones stuff than you can stick a shake at and you like it you eat it and you like it and today and so forth, from here, from this day and until your last day, you shall find mead and meat at my table, and you shall rise a knight of the kingdom. For what is dead may never die. Kilbasa always pays his debts. Blood and fire. And anybody else who's still around in this vast pantheon of Game of Thrones. But the vast pantheon of Game of Thrones has shrunk considerably, don't you think? We've come now to the end game. We've gotten all our main characters who survived. And we're running them all over the map. And oh yeah, the dead. What about the dead? Yes, they're coming too. The wall is breached. Viserion, the dragon, is now a dead dragon. Mm. We know that Jon Snow is actually Daenerys Targaryen's nephew, so that kind of compliment complicates things a little bit. But in the Game of Thrones world, maybe it doesn't complicate things that much. Who knows? We're going to get Kowski in here in a little bit to do... preview of season eight but before that since i've done every other season so far we shall just go ahead and get the season seven wrap up over with this is lancel lannister and you're listening to the game of throne minute with johnny kilbasa and now on the Sausage Hut Podcast. It's time for the Game of Thrones 12 minute minutes with Johnny Kilbasa. Season 7, everything that ever happened in Season 7. Notes that I took myself. Haiku that I wrote myself. I will put haikus that I'm posting on Twitter at Johnny Kilbasa. At the end of every episode, I will give you the episode number. I will give you the episode name. I will give you the episode recap, and I will give you the haiku that I wrote about it. This is it. Season 7. Because tonight, it all becomes ancient history because we go on to season 8. I don't care what you think about how it's going to end. I don't. I don't care what the theories are. I don't. I don't want to hear your theories. I'm not going to give you theories. I'm just going to give it to you hard and fast. 
and that's what we like to do. So for the last time, into the breach. Let's recap this bitch. <laughs> Septa Unella, come out of that dungeon and ring that bell, baby. Shame. Shame. S7E1 Dragonstone, the army of the dead march. Mira and Bran show up at the north gate of Castle Black. Ed lets them in. John tells the northerners they must mine dragon glass and train everyone to fight. Sansa suggests taking homes of traitors. John disagrees. They chat. Cersei sent a raven. Bend the knee or die. Jamie and Cersei discuss being surrounded by traitors. Euron, Greyjoy, and his fleet show up at King's Landing. Cersei declines Euron's marriage proposal. Euron will return to King's Landing with a gift. Sam cleans chamber pots, stacks books, and feeds the maester. Sam and the archmaester discuss the citadel and the restricted area. Sam sneaks into the restricted area of the library. Brandon Pratt pod train. Arya hangs out with Lannister soldiers and Ed Sheeran. The Hound, Beric Dondarrion, and Thor Samir stay at the house that the Hound robbed a couple years ago. The Hound sees a vision in the fire. He sees each watch by the sea. The Hound buries the dead. Sam reads about Dragonstone being Dragonglass. Sam feeds Jorah Mormont, who asks if Danny has gotten west yet, and Danny arrives at Dragonstone. Shall we begin? The haiku. Bend the knee or die. The Hound looks into the flame. Dragonstone begins. S7E2 Stormborn. Danny calls out Varys' loyalty. Melisandre shows up in Dragonstone. Danny wants Jon Snow to come bend the knee. Jon, Sansa, and Davos discuss their options. Randall Tawley asks how they will stop dragons. Jamie offers Randall Warden of the South if he swears allegiance to Cersei. Archmaester looks at Jorah's grayscale and gives him a day to leave town. Sam finds Jorah is a Mormont. Kyburn shows Cersei his dragon shooter. Olena, Yara, Alaria offers counsel to Danny. Dorne and the Tyrells will attack King's Landing. The Unsullied will take costly rock. Grey Worm says goodbye to Masande in a very seductive way. Sam asks Archmaester about recorded cases of curing advanced grayscale. Sam attempts to cure Jor's grayscale. Arya shows up at Hot Pie's Inn. Hot Pie tells Arya about Jon Snow being king in the north. She heads north. Jon tells the northerners he will ride to Dragonstone for Dragonglass and allies. Jon tells Littlefinger to stay the hell away from Sansa while he's gone. Arya finds Nymeria. She wants Nymeria to come with her, but Nymeria declines, and she knows it's not her. Yara, Theon, and Ilaria talk on a boat. Then the boat gets attacked. Euron kills two sand snakes. Euron has Yara by the throat. Theon jumps overboard, and Theon watches Euron sail away amongst all the burning ships. Grayscale goo for Sam. Dragonstone is Dragonglass. Surprise! It's Euron. S. 7E3, the Queen's Justice. John arrives in Dragonstone. He and his men surrender their weapons. Varys and Melisandre chat about hiding on a cliff. I have to die in Westeros just like you, Varys. John and da Danny chat. John won't bend the knee. John explains the enemy in the north. Varys tells Danny about Euron's attack. Theon gets fished out of the water. Euron parades Yara and Ilaria. Oh, and Obara through the streets of King's Landing. Euron will command the navy. Cersei has. Ilaria and Obara in chains. Cersei gives Obara the long farewell kiss. Ilaria will watch her daughter die and rot in the cell. Then Cersei blows Jamie. Hey, Cersei has the Iron Bank representative to give her two weeks. John and Tyrion discuss leaving and staying. Tyrion convinces Danny to let John mine Dragonglass. Sansa gives orders in Winterfell. Littlefinger tells her to fight battles in her mind first. Then Bran shows up. Archmaester declares Jorah cured. 
Annie makes Sam copy many manuscripts. Tyrion tells Danny about attacking Castle Rock. The Unsullied take Castle Rock, and Euron destroys their ships. The rest of the Lannisters go to take High Garden, and Jamie chats with Elena before giving her poison. Elena tells Jamie she poisoned Joffrey as she takes the poison. Cersei is evil. Castle Rock, a decoy. High Garden, no more. <coughs> <coughs> S7E4, the spoils of war. Jamie has High Garden. He pays bronze. Cersei will repay the Iron Bank. Littlefinger kisses Bran's ass and gives him a dagger. Bran says, Chaos is a ladder. Mira says she will leave and she wants some gratitude already. Arya returns to Winterfell. The guards don't believe who she is. Arya and Sansa reunite in the catacombs. Arya sees Bran. He gives her his dagger. Danny's pissed at the news of Castle Rock. Arya and Brienne spar. John Davos and Masande chant. Chat. Theon comes ashore. Dragonstone and sees John. Uh, I didn't know you were here. Danny and Dothraki. He attacked Jamie's forces. Bron gets a dragon arrow and hits it. Jamie runs with at Danny with a spear. Bron knocks him into the water. Three stalks at home now. Jamie's army meets Drogon. Bron's arrow strikes true. S7E5. East watch. Jamie and Bronn crawl from the lake. Danny converts the surviving Lannister forces. Randall Tarly does not bend the knee. Randall and Dickon Tarly get Dracarist. Jamie tells Cersei Olenna killed Joffrey. Danny and Drogon return to Dragonstone. Drogon sniffs John and John pets him. Jorah shows up in Dragonstone. Sam tells the Maesters about Bran and the White Walkers. Tyrion suggests bringing one of the dead to Cersei. Jorah volunteers to go. So does John. Arya and Sansa chat. Davos and Tyrion arrive in King's Landing. Bronn takes Jamie to Tyrion. Tyrion and Jamie chat. Davos finds Gendry and Fleabottom. Gendry's ready to go. Davos, Tyrion, and Gendry kill a couple gold cloaks on their way out of town with fermented crab in the boat. Jamie tells Cersei he met with Tyrion. Cersei already knew, and she's pregnant. Cersei tells Jamie to never betray her again. Gendry introduces himself to John. John, Jorah, Gendry head north. Sam bitches about the maesters to Gilly. Then he goes to the forbidden section of the library and steals books. Sam and Gilly, Sam and Gilly leave Old Town. Arya sees Littlefinger re- receive a scroll. Arya sneaks into Littlefinger's room. Littlefinger saw her. John, Davos, Gendry, and Jorah arrive in Eastwatch by the sea and the hound Beric and Thoros are in cells there and they all head north of the wall. Dracarys Tarly's Maesters is as Maester does Eastwatch by the sea. S7E6 Beyond the wall. The crew heads north of the wall. The hound doesn't like Gendry's whinging. This one's been killed six times. You don't hear him bitching about it. John gives Jorah Longclaw. Jorah said he brought some shame upon his house. He refuses Longclaw. Sansa and Arya reminisce in Winterfell. Then Arya accuses Sansa of helping the Lannisters kill Ned. She produces Sansa's message from Ned's execution. They argue. Tormund and the hound chat. You're with Brienne of fucking Toth. The hound sees the mountain he saw in the fire. It's an arrowhead mountain. Danny tells Tyrion that John is too little for her. Danny and Tyrion discuss strategy. The northern crew see a bear. It's a blue-eyed dead bear and it attacks and he tears up Thoros of Mir. Littlefinger and Sansa contemplate the note Arya found. Littlefinger suggests Brienne getting involved. Jorah asks how drunk Thoros was when he ran into the breach at Pike and Thoros doesn't remember. The crew comes upon a small group of dead walking. They attack and kill all but one dead. The white screeches. The crew bags up the white. John tells Gendry to run back to Eastwatch and get a raven to Danny as fast as he can because there's a hundred thousand dead coming at him. The crew runs. They get chased by a large group of dead. The dead crash into a frozen lake. The crew is stranded on a tiny island. Gendry hauls ass. He makes it to the wall. Thoros dies unceremoniously. Beric suggests killing the Night King. Sansa gets an invitation to King's Landing. Sansa sends Brienne in her stead. Don, D- Danny heads north despite 
Tyrion's vehement protest. Danny and the dragons head north. The hound throws rocks at the dead. The dead attack all looks lost when Danny shows up and kicks some ass with some dragons. The crew climbs on the dragons to escape. The Night King ice javelins Viserion. Viserion falls into the lake, dying. John gets tackled into the ice lake too, but the others escape. John climbs out of the water and grabs Longclaw. Longclaw. The dead come towards him, but Uncle Benjen comes in with the save and puts John on his horse, and Uncle Benjen dies fighting. The hound gets a white in the boat. John makes it back to each watch. They put him on Danny's boat. She sees a stab wound. Sansa finds Arya's faces in a room. Arya and Sansa play the game of faces. Arya wonders what it'd be like to wear Arya's face. John awakens and apologizes and suggests marrying Danny. The dead have big chains, and they pull Viserion out of the frozen lake, and the the Night's King puts his finger on him and Viserion awakens blue-eyed death the enemy get a raven to Danny blue-eyed Viserion S7E7 the dragon and the wolf Jamie and Braun look down upon the unsullied and Dothraki right outside King's Landing. The Hound makes sure the captive White is still alive. Cersei tells the New Mountain to kill them all if anything goes awry. Braun, Varys, Pod, Brienne, the Hound, Tyrion all head to the meeting. Brienne and the Hound talk about Arya. Braun and Pod go have a drink. The Hound talks to the New Mountain. Danny shows up on Drogon. Euron starts talking smack to Tyrion and is told to sit down or leave. Cersei isn't impressed with the arguments. The Hound brings out a bo- the box of White and chops it up. Kyburn picks up a hand and it's wiggling. John ends the demonstration. Euron bolts back to the Iron Islands, or so he says. Cersei says she will take a truce uh, uh, if the North will leave her alone. John has already pledged himself to Danny. Cersei says the deal's off. John won't swear an oath that he can't uphold. Tyrion will go alone and talk to Cersei. Tyrion knows Cersei's pregnant. Danny laments declining of the dragons of old. Cersei returns to the negotiating table. Cersei pledges her armies to the war in the north. Littlefinger and Sansa wonder if Arya will kill them. Danny and John will sail north together. Theon and John talk. Theon needs to rescue Yara. His crew doesn't want to. Theon gets in a fight and wins. Sansa and Arya brought uh, brought to the Great Hall. Sansa accuses Littlefinger of murder and treason. Littlefinger grovels at Arya, slits Littlefinger's throat. See ya. Cersei isn't sending her armies north after all. Euron really wants to Essos to get the Golden Company. Jamie's riding north anyway and snow begins to fall on King's Landing. Sam shows up at Winterfell. Hey, he talks to Bran. Sam tells Bran about Rhaegar's wedding annulment, so Jon's real name is Aegon Targaryen, and he's the real heir to the Iron Throne, and he's getting it on. He's getting it on with Danny, who's his aunt. Arya and Sansa chat about Ned. At Eastwatch, Barrack and Tormund see the army of the dead approach. The Night King shows up on dead Viserion and burns down the part of the wall, and the dead have breached the wall at the end of Season 7. Dead and Pony Show. John hooks up with Aunt Danny. The dead breach the wall. Shame. 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 <laughs> I don't know, y'all. Man, I don't know. I don't know about season seven. I'm afraid that Game of Thrones might have jumped the shark at the end of season six. But it doesn't really matter because it's all one big story and we're going to get the end of it. And I think, I really think there's no way they can have an ending that people are going to like. I think people are going to just, they're going to hate the ending. But it doesn't really matter because it's going to be over. There's only six episodes? That was only seven episodes, so that didn't take as long as the other ones took. So what you gonna do? 
besides enjoy every minute of it i hope i tell you what hbo your app better not your your app better not suck tonight you have better have every server in north america getting ready for that because i have hbo now and if you mess with me on this you're going down There you go. Happy Game of Thrones Day. We're going to move into the second phase of the show, and we're going to get to... That's right. We're going to be bringing in Kowski for a season eight preview. We'll talk about season seven. I already put the kibosh in saying no theories, no what you... I don't care about what you think about how it's going to end. Let's just set things up and where we're at, all right? So here we go. Let's call Kowski and get him in on the phone. Yeah. Hey, Kowski's in the Housekey and the Sausage Hut, buddy. Our resident Game of Thrones expert back after a long hiatus about talking about Game of Thrones. We brought you back for the episode four wrap-up uh, capsule, and I wasn't going to do... I was just like, eh, I, I, I'm just good there because I know we already talked about five, six, and seven on past Sausage Huts, but I did, uh, you know, I did a rewatch, 67 episode rewatch, and I started taking notes from the beginning, so I was just like, well, I'm taking notes for everything. I might as well do a capsule of five six and seven two so earlier in this show i just ripped through the season seven capsule which was a lot easier to digest because there was only seven uh episodes so i was able to get it in a little bit better with the haiku haikus included i'm i finished my rewatch last night at about 12 30 so i've got about five more haikus to post on twitter and the basically the last month of my life has been nothing but game of thrones so <laughs> it's awesome to finally be here where we're at, ready to go. How do you feel, man? Uh, well, I guess, uh, you know, you've got very commendable work you've done. And um, I guess now that uh, we've got season five, six, and seven recaps out there, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty quick, too. And plus, since we're doing oh. 30 podcasts in 30 days, uh, you run out of ideas really fast when you have to do a podcast uh, every day. <laughs> so I'm like, well, all right. Well, oh, Chapo's not around today. All right. I got to think of something. OK, so what do we do? I did? I did a WrestleMania recap. I did uh, watching the prices. Right. I've done seven capsule. This is the seventh capsule. So and then hopefully tonight, um, if you're still up for it, maybe we'll get talk about season one. Eight, yeah. I mean, season eight, episode one later on tonight. And we'll get that yeah. out tomorrow. Well, I'll never uh, I'll never get tired of uh Price is right. Price is right. Recap. That's for sure. <laughs> that's so, cool. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Sunday is finally here. It's been way too long. It's the moment we've been waiting for. It's Game Three of the Stanley Cup playoffs between the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Tampa Bay Lightning. What time does that start? <laughs> that's at seven. So so you... Columbus uh, taking a big, uh, unexpected two-zero lead, and I uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out to my uh, brother from another mother. Zach Warinsky with the Gordie Howe hat trick on Friday. A goal, an assist, and a fight. So. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> 
anyway. Yeah, but, <laughs> the, uh, the Gordy, what the, the Gordy Howe hat trick, a goal and assist in a fight. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess everybody's been calling him Gordy in the locker room. So, so are you going to be uh, able to. Game three tonight. Do you, are you going to have the game streaming, or are you, you going to have two hookups for your TV so you can watch them both at the same time, or are you just going to take a uh, pause you know, it or that's something? A, that's, a good, that's a good question. I haven't quite worked out the details for that, but I could probably get two things going at once. But uh, might be a, I might be a hair behind on the Game of Thrones, depending on how things play out. Yeah, because it probably, it'll probably be what? But it comes on at 9, Game of Thrones? Uh yeah, Game of Thrones is at nine. So, so you'll probably be heading into the third period about that time. Uh, then probably they usually wrap up in about two and a half hours, so nine thirty ish, give or take. But you never know playoffs and overtime and stuff like that. So we'll see, we'll see. But anyway, yeah. So I yeah, I was looking at the. Uh, I was looking at the um, description tonight. It still doesn't look like we have an episode name yet. And uh, it looks like the episode is only running from 9 to 10. So, I mean, some of that could change, I guess. But, you know, there were a lot of theories that they were going to be doing, like, really long episodes for this season. But um, right now, the episode's only listed at an hour. And we've only got six episodes coming, right? Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I tell you what, I mean, I know that you got to end it somehow and stuff has to start getting crazy, but, uh, I'm afraid I'm, 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 I'm afraid that this is going to suck. <laughs> I don't want to speculate, <laughs> but, uh, that's, I mean, I guess nobody's going to be happy. Nobody's ever happy when something ends and nobody's going to happy with the end, right. but that's a long way away. So let's just enjoy the yeah, six week in front, six weeks in front of us. It's tough. Um, and I, I read an article today that uh, Sir Davos, or whoever plays him, kind of expressed the same feeling, that he was worried that people were going to be upset uh, with, the, with the way things end, yeah. or he didn't know people would like, or he's just worried that, you know. But yeah, I mean, the show has been great for so long, it's really hard to live up to the expectations. I kind of feel like you know, the Seinfeld ending was the same way where I was just like, such a great show that they just, and, and looking back on it, I don't think that was a horrible ending, but it was just not really what to, you know, not what you expected. So, um, I think you just kind of have to appreciate, um, I was thinking, you know, this is, uh, I think as far as I'm concerned, this is the, uh, the goat of TV shows. So, um, you know, I was always a big Breaking Bad fan, but I think this is better. Uh, that's probably number two. I'd go Game of Thrones one. Three or three and four, I think, are probably interchangeable. You could go either Dukes of Hazard or A-Team at three, four. <laughs> and then and then maybe like Sopranos five would probably be my, my list. That's funny that you're putting Dukes of Hazard above the Sopranos, but hey, I I love the Dukes of Hazard myself. I don't know if it actually stands the test of time, but it was great when we were kids. And we'll just pretend the uh, we'll pretend that the last season or two when they had the cousins in there never happened, right? What were those guys' names? Yep. Coy and Vance. Coy and Vance never happened. Rock, Rocky Five never happened. Um, Metallica's Saint Anger never happened. 
season five of the A Team, I don't think ever happened. <laughs> okay. Was did they have substitutes in that show too? Uh, uh, no, they didn't have substitutes. But like season five was their last season, and it was like they uh, they were kind of like working for like a a government agency or whatever. Like they kind of had their sins forgiven and were basically given missions by like some shadowy government figure or something like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. we're clearly I'm out surprised of ideas. I needed to remind you of how that played out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I haven't seen a team on reruns anywhere. Not that I've been looking for it, but yeah, it... I'm surprised they don't have that. So anyway, yeah. Um, so you know, just some of the greatest things, but um, the goat. So it's yeah, the goat. I mean, uh, <laughs> So I guess, you know, we're going to try to kind of stay away from spoilers and what we, um, you know, what we think may or may not happen. So uh, is there anything you're just, you're, you're looking forward to this season? Well, let's just, just to set things up, you know, the, where the, 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 the pieces on the playing board got all messed up in season seven, not messed up, but you know, everything was kind of leading somewhere for the first six seasons. And then everything just kind of like they took the chessboard and just threw it up in the air and said, okay, I, we like you and you and you, okay, you're going to team up and then you're going to team up and then we're just going to go at it. So I, I, I really hate Cersei more than ever. You know, it was great. The, the, yeah. the walk of atonement was great. And then you almost felt sorry for her for a minute. But then she just built that evil back up by just outdoing herself with evil. And now she's just the pinnacle of evil. Yeah, I think in, in one of the trailers, they just show her drinking a glass of wine, like super smugly. And it's just like, oh, God, I hate that bitch. I know, so, I do, yeah, too. You know, she, must have, she must have done something evil. And, uh, you know, just enjoying a, a post-evil glass of wine. Yeah, because she's, she's sitting pretty, basically. Like, oh, okay, you guys all go up north and fight them. I'll, uh, sure, I'll help you out. <laughs> wink, wink. And then all they have right. to do is just let them all kill each other and then wait for the wait for what's left. Yeah, I don't think uh, she really understands the, uh, the gravity of the situation up north because she's just... Uh, yeah, and another thing I got and yeah, about that later. Another thing I got to pick apart as far as season seven goes is the that entire the entire journey north of the wall, which was really catastrophic for the good guys. Basically, all had to happen just so they could put a white in front of Cersei. I mean, that was you know that's what was re- ridiculous basically for them for all of the guys that we love to go north of the wall to lose a dragon just so they can get one of those dudes to give to Cersei yep. as a, at a dog and pony show. You know, I mean, I know they had to do something, but uh, man, I don't know. Yeah. That whole season just, it was weird. You know, every season was 10 episodes and then there's season seven that just kind of felt like they were rushing through things. And it's like, they had done like such a good job of like the slow play for six seasons. And then it was like, oh, crap, we got all this stuff to start working through. So then they do seven seven episodes and kind of felt like they were rushing through some of the uh, stuff. But Totally, because they had entire seasons of people walking from place to place. But then Varys goes to, from from Dragonstone to Dorne and back in one episode. Right. 
Or wait, or no, did he go from Marine to Dorn and back? Yeah, like whatever it was, it was a long way, and he did went and did his thing mm-hmm. in Dorn, and then he, all of a sudden he's just back. And the guy, right. it was pretty much they took the travel. The travel was taken out of the equation for season seven. Which is probably good. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Jamie and Brienne spent so much time on the freaking road walking back when Jamie got his hand cut off. It was just like that story just drug on and drug on forever, which I don't know why. Unless they were just like, okay, we have to be at this point at the end of this season, so we got to figure this out. Yeah, I but, guess so. But um, that is one thing I'm kind of looking forward to this season is to uh, see if there's any uh, any romance between Jamie and uh Brienne, uh, I'm guessing they'll get reunited at some point this season. So you don't do you, I, we don't. I don't think we definitively saw Tormund and Beric Dondarrion die at Eastwatch by the Sea, did we? I was kind of holding up, holding hope that they survived the wall being completely just des- <laughs> completely destroyed. I don't know, and the dead coming yeah, through. I, I guess it doesn't watching, sound like. Um, I, I was rewatching that episode the other day and kind of wondering the same thing because they don't really. I mean, they don't really show those guys dying, but man, when they pan out and start showing the wall coming down, it is just like all hell breaking loose. And that yeah. thing just is like a pile of rubble. So, yeah, I don't know, but they don't they don't get a specific death. So I'm kind of holding out hope for uh, Barrett Gondarian and Tormund and maybe some others at, uh, at Eastwatch. Yeah, and you know there was a different Barrack Dondarrion. I don't know if we talked about this, but there was a ba- different Barrack yeah. Dondarrion in season one. But I, I like the yeah, Barrack Dondarrion they had now. And it was kind of weird that Thoris Amir, Thoris Amir had a very um, unceremonious death. Yeah, yeah, that was that was disappointing too. I liked him a lot, and you're right. The uh, um, Barrack Dondarrion from season one just—I I, I like the new one too. So. That first one just kind of seemed like a know, dork. He just seemed kind of wimpy. Yeah, yeah, he just looked wimpy. Like, oh, this is the dude you're sending after the mountain. <laughs> like, uh, he's gonna be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I hope those guys are. But I mean, I don't know. I hope everybody's alive. But we're got. I know we're gonna lose people. I don't want to talk about who we think is gonna die, but because I don't want anybody That's to die except Cersei. But whatever. <laughs> oh man! So they're they're up there. The dead are marching down. Cersei and, and Jamie. What about you know Jamie just leaving town? What the hell is he doing? Is he taking the army with I guess, him? Uh, boy, I don't know. That's a good question. It kind of seemed like he was just going by himself when he he left. He didn't yeah. really have anybody with him, so he might just be rolling solo on this one. And the Iron Bank wisely is choosing. I mean, I guess they're putting their money behind Cersei, which you should because if you're the Iron Bank, because they're like, well, the dead's in the north, they're in the south. Let's uh, let's wait them out. And if this Golden Company thing happens, I'm, I don't even know if they'll. First, you got to they can't even fight down there until freaking the dead are taken care of. So, what? what yeah. Would, so Euron, speaking of kind of setting the board, uh, Euron is heading over to pick up the golden company now that's where we're at yeah he said he was when they did the dog and pony show they're the dead and pony show he got up and said he was frightened and he was going back to the iron islands but really he was just going to essos to pick up the golden company because the iron bank got their money back 
in one fell yeah. swoop. It's funny that they got when when Jamie and uh, Randall Tarley, you know, when they were at the the Blackwater Rush, which I suppose is like in the suburbs or just like outside of King's Landing, where the, that where that battle was. They were almost back home, uh-huh. but they did manage to get that the cart full of gold into the city, which I guess was you know they're paying the Iron Bank back. At least a little was bit that from like High Garden and stuff. Yeah, they took everything. They they took everything from High Garden, in the, in the, and they and then Braun was dispatched to go get the farmers to give them their their hay or whatever, and they were heading back, and then it all got destroyed. <laughs> and Braun, how about Braun, man? I like Braun. It's too bad he was on the. He was kind of on. He was heel Braun in season seven. They kind of. They kind of put more eye makeup on him, I think, and he was just kind of working for Jamie. So he was, he was working heel. I, I was hoping he would. Well, I guess who knows? He's still alive, but he's making all kinds yeah. of money, and he he nailed even, Drogon. Yeah, which the, I don't even know that he's not even in the book, does he? He's not. Oh, I, I feel like he's not, but I don't know. Hmm. I feel like I remember hearing that. Is he an amalgamation of other characters maybe in the books? Yeah, possible. I'm going to look that up real quick on wiki. uh, Yeah, I'll give it. You know, what else I'm kind of, I'm interested to see if they do anything with is um, for putting up with boring brand for like five or six years. It's kind of interesting to see some, some flashbacks that kind of uh, retell history or the known history. So I'm kind of curious to see if we get any more brand flashbacks this year. Yeah, because that was gigantic too as far as everybody who read the books. They all had their theory about Jon Snow's real identity. And then they, right. they, they show the whispering in the Tower of Joy the first time, but you don't get the name. You don't get what she says. And they, don't, they yeah. wait until the last the last episode to actually say, yes, your theories are right. He is a Targaryen. Yeah. He's in the book. Bronze in the book. Yeah. And I wonder how he is in the book. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if maybe he's just playing like a bigger role or something and they really have him in the book. But anyway, um, so what was I going to say? Um, Oh yeah. Speaking of that, I guess I'm one, I'm curious to see what happens. As, well, it's when uh, John finds out that he's banging his aunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be interesting. And, and now there's two people in the world that know Bron, and he he told Sam. So what's Sam going to say? Yeah. And it's funny. Well, he figured out that whole annulment side note. Like, oh, he's not a bastard after all. It's it's uh, it's crazy yeah. that Sam just happened to show up at the right time and he just happened to know that because he, he's probably the only person on the planet that knew that part of it because he bothered to read the book, you know. So that's crazy, and he's gonna he's like, oh yeah, Brand, meet my new girlfriend. Um, yeah, uh, John, <laughs> got to talk about that isn't for a she second. Hot? <laughs> isn't, isn't she super hot? <laughs> uh, yes, she is. Um. and could you know ned could have told well i guess he never saw he did tell john back in season one the next time we see each other we'll talk about your mother and maybe john yeah i wonder go ahead 
No, I was. I wonder if he really was going. If he really had planned to to let him know everything. I would think. I would think eventually. If yeah, if Ned had stayed alive and he got to see him, would he have told him the next time he saw him? I bet. I bet he would. I bet it had. It probably hung over him pretty heavily his whole life that he'd never told anybody. And I don't know if there was anybody else on Earth that would have or Earth, whatever that planetos. <laughs> I wonder if there was anybody else that knew that yeah, besides like, Ned. Uh, hey, thanks for telling me this now after I just uh, pledged my life to the Night Watch. Like, I could be doing, <laughs> could be king right now or doing something a lot cooler than what I'm doing. Yeah. So the who else? Who else is uh, where? Is anybody else important? Well, the dead they're they're there. Winterfell, Arya, and Sansa are Winterfell, and so is Bran. So you got three of them. John's on his way, right? I mean, at the end of season seven, I think they were on their way to Winterfell, or they were getting ready. Yeah, to leave. I think. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, there's going to be a, a big congregation of people coming at Winterfell. Oh, plus the we saw Jorah Mormont in the trailer. Okay, so let's talk about the trailer, Kowski. What'd they give us? Yeah, I mean, there was uh, basically what I just said. It kind of looks like, um, I think Jamie was at Winterfell. Uh, a lot of people at Winterfell, and it looks like uh, the storm is a-coming. And he also, what, we see Arya kind of running through the tombs beneath Winterfell, running in fear with blood on her. Yeah. By herself. And, uh, yeah, she doesn't scare easy, so something, uh, I'm sure it's not going to be a good day at Winterfell tonight. <laughs> I wonder if they're just going to go straight into it. Like, are we going to get the, I guess they got to, they can't mess around anymore with plotting yeah, plots. Yeah, I mean, we only got six episodes, so I can't, I mean, we got to get in, get into it. And I would think that you'd have to have at least one episode of a denouement, you know, after the climax episode where hopefully things end happily, but maybe not. They're just going to rip our hearts out and like everybody well, in the world is going to be dead. You know, but. I was kind of thinking of that too, and I was like, is either non-traditional as this show has been over the years of killing off people you love and just giving you the swerve. Um, I, I would almost be a little disappointed if there wasn't a little bit of that kind of in the ending too. Not like I, you know, don't, I don't want like a, and they lived happily ever after ending. I think that'd be kind of uh, inconsistent with the rest of the show. I and mean, I'm not saying there can't be some people that end up happy, but you know, <laughs> if it's, if, if it's too too happy, that would just catch me off guard. I think. Or if or if Cersei stands on a mountaintop after everybody else is vanquished and she fucking wins in the end, they'll be like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> fucking Cersei." Well, would that piss people off more than the Sopranos ending? <laughs> I thought that the Sopranos, um, it was on the. I thought the last season and a half of The Sopranos kind of sucked. So by the time it got to the end, I wasn't really in a position where I was going to get that disappointed because I thought that it sucked for a while. But yeah, the, that final, yeah. the final scene was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and unfortunately, that final scene made every radio station on Earth have to play that Journey song for the next twenty years. And I'm, I oh don't ever want to hear "Don't Stop Believing" again in my life. Yeah, that definitely was 
uh, that was definitely the impetus for that song being played all the time. And it's still, it's still going on, I think. And that was, yeah, you know, probably 13 years ago or something like that. So every sporting uh, yeah, event ever. I'm, I'm really, I really am dreading the day that uh, Jimmy Buffett passes because then every <laughs> asshole is going to start playing that on the jukebox every time that horrible music. Uh, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope he lives forever. <laughs> Him and the Fleetwood Mac. While we're at it, you like uh, <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> All right. Okay. What else? What What do you guys? What's on your notebook for tonight? The big night. Um. Yeah. I guess another thing I'd kind of like to see uh, if, if we get a Clegane fight at some point this season. Yeah, um, they got to give us that. Long, yeah. Long long been speculated, and uh, last year the Hound said, uh, "You know who's coming for you. You've always known," or something like that. So uh, the you know Clegane. Clicking bowl, as some people refer to right. it, when we finally get that. But he's uh, is the mountain on Arya's list? I, yeah. So I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Arya gets a piece of him. But uh, I'd like to see the how that plays out. Yeah, that hopefully they'll have time to have a one-on-one battle when they're not fighting an never-ending army of dead. But they got dragons. But hey, the dragons, the dragons, of all things, they weren't that tough. Pretty much every time they got involved in something, except in the Battle of Marine, they got messed up. Like Drogon, when they were in the, the Coliseum or whatever, he took some, he ate some spears and got hurt. And then yeah. Viserion bit it hard. And uh, Drogon took another Ron, pole from Bronn. Yeah. It's like they're supposed to be yep. like you need to be a little more responsible in your piloting, Danny. I would say like stay high, only <laughs> burn around them and then work your way in. And this you got to stay out of the reach of those arrows. <laughs> and I wonder how, you know, I, I thought it was you uh, saw the dragon that uh, the ice dragon from last year. And as soon as he came to the wall, like it didn't feel like much time had really passed between um you know when he died and when he came back and he was already like starting to decompose and had a lot of holes in his wings and stuff so i feel like at some point you know he's gonna wouldn't he just have to be like a land a land-based dragon <laughs> if his wings just start falling apart we, we that's how it should be yeah <laughs> But there's magic, magic involved. But does magic make him? Does magic give lift in cold air? I don't know. Apparently, it does. We just have to wait and find out. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I, I hope Barrick's alive. I hope Thormund. I hope Thormund's still alive. I like him. I mean, I like a lot of people. But they've, they've, they've yeah. they also. I'll tell you what. They also hinted at the whole time. Is is Danny gonna go crazy? Because she's like, oh, she's a Targaryen. Oh, every time she does something, oh, she's a Targaryen. Hope she keeps her shit together. But I think John can be a grounding force in their relationship. <laughs> yeah, that would be you know kind of in keeping with the, the the twists. But yeah, that was kind of another thing. I was wondering if we would maybe get any more information on 
uh, kind of the Mad King. I don't know if, uh, you know, we'd get a flashback and maybe see more of what happened there or not. Um, and another thing, too, if there's any more to the Night King, you know, was he ever anybody or is he just kind of the Night King? Um, I guess I'm curious to see if we get any more background on those dudes. Yeah, other than I mean, they showed them. They showed them for a brief instant when the children plunged a dragon glass dagger into his heart and started the whole thing. They gave yeah. a little bit of talk about the story behind it, but they didn't show it. So that'll be an interesting to see. Like, why, dude? What? What's your problem? <laughs> why do you need to kill everything? Why don't you just stay up there and play with your dead people instead of having to kill everybody? But we should also okay, find... we turned you into an we turned you into an ice demon. Get over it already, jeez. And there's got to be something that Sam Sam found out in those forbidden books. He's got to have some more information other than just curing grayscale, which was hey, great move. Jorah's really yeah, happy about he nailed that. It. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he comes in handy for something. That was funny when the Archmaster's, when he was curing Joris, he was like, how did you do that? It's a very complicated procedure. He's like, I followed the directions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it must have been well documented. That was gross. But talk about the longest yeah. night of your life, having your skin scraped oh, God. off. That would just be awful. Yeah. But it, he did it, and then the ointment, or an ungent, put an, an, an ungent on it. Oh, that was fun. I like. I I, I kind of like the art. The Archmaster was only in for a short time, but I like the Archmaster. What was he? He was someone else. What was he? Oh, was he in maybe like the Harry Potter movies or something? Wasn't he? Um, not that I know. Anything I, I've watched. Harry I've watched most of the Harry Potters. <laughs> I like the Harry Potter movies. Was he yeah, that he, dude that like came back to teach one. I don't know something like that. I think, yeah, he was one of them. But, yeah, what about the Maesters? Are they going to get involved in this uh, war? They should uh, do something else besides sit around and talk about stuff. Yeah, but, they really haven't been too uh, too useful. They're just holding everybody back. I enjoyed seeing Randall Tarley get, get burned, but I didn't want to see Dick on Tarley get burned. Randall was just a dick. I mean, his, yeah, he was. He hadn't seen his son. He starts ragging on his son. Hates the hates wildlings. <laughs> he was just he was perfectly cast. I mean, as if you needed somebody who was an asshole, like he looks like an asshole. He sounded like an asshole. He acted like an asshole. But then he was a competent. And you yeah. could see that he was a competent field officer uh, when he was leading the and troops. And that Dickon went down with him. Yeah. It's like yeah, you don't have to take your son down. He didn't want to, but Dickon was like, yeah, let's do well, this. He tried. He tried. Dickon never stood up to his dad one day in his life, and it cost him. <laughs> oh, what else? What else, Kowski? This is the big day. Well, let's see. We got some, um, you know, Thirsty was uh, alluding to a pregnancy, too, last year. I don't, you know, uh, I don't know if we know that's official or if she was just trying to um, kind of play, pull, pull the strings on um, people or not. So no, uh, well, I, I think that I'm thinking that it was because they did have one scene. They had one scene where she was talking with Kyburn, and 
they were i mean they were definitely alluding to some yeah. sort of health thing right. and it, it was either constipation or pregnancy one or the other so i would and, and then yeah they, could it be a ruse i'm thinking they're telling us it wasn't it was that she really yeah. was pregnant well, i guess i'm curious to see although like i said we did see her drinking wine so i don't know if oh they, yeah you know, knew about the we i don't know if we knew about the um fetal alcohol syndrome you know (laughs) they did a lot of research on that in the game of thrones world (laughs) oh cersei damn she's just a survivor yeah and it's and it's weird because they they kind of painted her in the early episode or the earlier seasons she kind of did stuff and got burned for it it kind of like things were like stupid stuff, but now it's like, she's a step, she's been a step ahead of everybody since for the last couple seasons. And she blew everybody up in the sept, which was just what a glorious, that was a glorious ending. (laughs) It's like, okay, side every, okay. All you side characters south of the twins, everybody in here, (laughs) we're done with you. Uh, We, we don't need you guys anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And then just the look of, Smug happiness on her face when when that place blew to hell was just pure evil. Yeah. Oh yeah. And what she did to and Alaria Sand, what she did to those guys. Oh, that was that was evil as it gets. Yeah, I wonder if we'll see any of them anymore. Last we saw, she was just like, "I'm going to poison your daughter, and uh, we're going to make you watch." her decom- body decompose yeah. while we force feed you and keep you alive. Like, it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> that is as hardcore yeah. as it gets. And, you know, she kind of alluded to that um, what season it was, a, it was right after Joffrey died. She kept, she was talking to Jamie about, or no, it was right after Marcella died, how she was talking about how she kept having visions of what the body decomposing looked like. And Jamie was like, don't, don't talk about that sick shit. Come on. So they, they, they kind of alluded to it. And then she actually like, oh yeah, Hilaria Sand. And she deserved it too. I mean, Hilaria Sands deserves it. She deserved to watch her daughter die because that's what she did to Cersei. So she was, uh, she made some bad moves. But what in Dorne, I think, is pretty much wiped off the map now. I mean, I, there's got to be nothing left in Dorne. There's nothing left in High yeah, Garden. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's really much. I don't think. I think we've already written, that, written them out of the script for this year. Totally, because so. all the three of the Sand Snakes die are dead now, presumably. Or no, two of them are definitely dead. Um, Abara is probably dead with the uh, long kiss goodnight or the long farewell, unless. She was immune to it or something, but I don't think we. Yeah, I, I just don't think we need. I mean, there's no, there's literally nobody left in Dorne that we've seen that could come and do anything. They're all dead. And it's probably just they really didn't need Dorne in this series at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. They didn't. Other than Oberon, Oberon had his run, which was he was great, right, but he didn't need he to be great. from Dorne. Right. You're right. Dorne was almost completely unnecessary. And I guess the Tyrells really weren't. The Tyrells did more throughout the middle of the story, but I don't. I suppose they didn't really need to be there either, since she ends up dying. And then Littlefinger, how about Littlefinger, man? He, after all the stuff he did, he just kind of he's done. 
Right. Yeah, he, uh, well, I mean, that was a rough way for him to go. Um, yeah, that whole story was kind of weird, too, with uh, the sisters fighting last year. And I was just like, I wasn't really ever buying it. And then finally, they just did the swerve at the end. And they're like, oh, little finger, how do you answer for your crimes? Like, oh, um, I thought we were going to take out Arya here. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, he should have went back to the Erie and bided his time. He should have got the hell out of Winterfell when he had a chance. We're gonna see Will we see that uh, little turd from the Erie this season? What's his, uh, Robin Aaron? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't see what what the hell he could do because uh, what was it, Sir Roderick, the the older dude who was always around in the Vale, or he's Sir something or other. He was in Winterfell. Yeah, when they're all talking with the Lords of the North. Like I wonder what the, I would like to see fan fiction on what the Lords of the North were doing between meetings in Winterfell. <laughs> like, are they all hanging? Is there a restaurant they can go to? Like, do they have places to sleep? What are they doing? They've been in Winterfell for months now. Is this the best prostitutes you guys have? <laughs> Your brothel's a barn. Jeez. Slim, slim picking. And Tyrion, man, Tyrion messed up a couple things or. He got schooled by his brother basically when it came to strategy in season seven. They they had a couple of things blow up in their face pretty bad with the the whole fleet getting taken out by Euron Greyjoy and then yeah. the old switcheroo at Casterly Rock when the when everybody left it and they're like, oh, Okay, yeah, you can have it. There's nothing left That's here. Fine. I, I think uh, I don't know. What else? Let's see here. I'm trying to stay away from. So, I don't know. I guess will we will we get a prince that was promised? Uh-huh. It will be kind of a clear, clear answer, or just uh, I don't know. Will we get to see the red woman again this year. Yeah, she she was, she was heading to Volantis. What's she gonna? What's she doing in Volantis? And then she said she'd be back. Like, is she gonna get all the red well, witches and come across in a? It, well, she said to Varys something along the lines of, uh, oh, yes, well, I'm, I was destined to die in this land. And then looks at him and she's like, just like you. So, um, I it, don't know. Yeah, it's, it's funny how the... going to come back at some point. Yeah, it, I, it, it's so funny how the, the red, all the red women, they, they like own Varys. Because Varys hates... <laughs> Varys hates the religion, and but they all know his story. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you do. It makes, his, it makes his jaw drop. And he's like, oh, I'm a bitch. How did you know? <laughs> right. So, I'm the most. Well, I wouldn't mind whisper. seeing that other red woman again this year. Yeah. She was, uh, she was in, in Marine, right? Or they brought her into Marine. Yeah, I don't know. One of those slave cities that I've been trying to forget about for the last couple of years. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, it was it uh, Young Kai, Marine, or Karth? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was over there. It doesn't matter where it was over there. On the other side of the world. And to, yeah, Danny wasted six six seasons or five and a half seasons on or six seasons. She didn't come over till season seven. Oh man, here I'm so excited, Kowski. I'm excited and I have trepidation too. I just don't I mean, it's I guess I'm just ready to be, to be disappointed. 
Yeah, it's going to be hard to live up to the ex- expectations. I mean, the bar has just been set so almost uh, unattainably high at this point. It's it's hard to it's hard to believe that you're just going to leave everything thinking, "Oh my gosh, that was the perfect ending." So, uh, hopefully, they can uh, maybe maybe that's a good thing to kind of keep our expectations in check, and hopefully, they'll exceed expectations. Yeah, and I like I wonder if. George, I wonder if the, the, the TV ending and the, the book ending, which I don't know if that is, is Martin ever going to write these books? I mean, he, it, he's like I mean, he's 30 years out. I was going to say, he's been working. I think I read that the first one was from like 92. Yeah. So, I mean, get on with it already. Put milk in it. Could you imagine if you wrote the, if you read these books and read the book and first book in 92 and now you've been waiting, you know, almost 30 years? <laughs> to figure right. out what happened and now you're finally going to get to it he's probably just like crap i can't I can't come up with an ending he's stuck he's got like writer's block i know that's the thing is did, did he have the ending i mean i hope that he has the ending in you should have the ending in your mind when you're starting the book right so there should be some sort of great thing that this has all been leading up to whereas maybe it just doesn't maybe it's not which either way, it's just oh. gets, it's over and it's going to be over, no matter what. You no matter if it sucks or it's bad, it's going to be over. Or if it's good or it's bad. But hey, I'm I don't care. We're all we get six more weeks of having Game of Thrones unless they skip a week or something like that. But a couple months, it's going to be a big spring and NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Got Sunday at the Masters. We got Liverpool playing against yeah, uh, Masters, Chelsea. Yeah. Sorry, Masters is going on right now. Uh, they have to start early because of the um, uh, Game the of rain in th- the forecast here. So I've been uh. kind of watching that in the background. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to some NHL playoffs. All right, Kowski. Well, I think uh, it, I think that's it. If unless you got anything else you want to throw in here. Uh, that's all that comes to mind. Okay. It's all over but the crying. It's all over but the dying. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for having me, and uh, happy Game of Thrones premiere Sunday. Thanks. And uh, if you're awake, uh, we'll call you later on if you want to talk about episode one. All right. Yeah. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll touch base and figure something out. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks a lot, Kowski. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, buddy. That's home. Yeah. All right.